Happy Feast of the Holy Family. So many of you know I have an engineering background, so I'm kind of analytical and I like studies and surveys and all these kind of things. So two studies first. This is true. There was a study done in the United States to find out which city in the United States has the lowest rate of heart disease, cancer, who are the healthiest people in America. The winner lost a town in Pennsylvania, Rosetta, Pennsylvania. So this group descended on Rosetta, Pennsylvania and thought, wow, is this like a town of health nuts? Is this a town where nobody smokes, where they are regular exercisers? Well, guess what? They found that this cross-section of America, their health habits were just like everyone else. But there was one difference in Rosetta, Pennsylvania. They had a very tight-knit community and very strong families. The health of our family impacts our physical health, our emotional health, our psychological health. Why should this surprise us? God in his inner life is a family, a community of love. We believe in the Trinity. God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we're made in God's image and likeness, which means we too are made for family. We're made for relationships. And so the health of our relationships, our families, is going to impact us physically and emotionally and psychologically. And guess what? It also has a huge impact on our spiritual well-being. This is the second study. This is a really cool one. Now, you can't read it intimately, but you can see the colors on the chart. Okay, 2017 to 2022, Kara at Georgetown University, the uh, Center for Applied Research in the Apostolate, did a worldwide study. And they said, we want to find out, okay, how many Catholics are really going to Mass every Sunday? Because in America, we hear, okay, in the United States, oh, 25, 30% of Americans go to Mass. But Kara said, how many are going every Sunday? How many Catholics never miss Mass? Well, here's the results worldwide. Look at this in the green. 94% of Nigerians go to Mass every Sunday. Number two is Kenya. Sorry, folks, we're down here in the red zone. 17% of Americans are actually going to Mass every Sunday. What is happening in Nigeria? Well, guess what? They went and had an interview with the Cardinal Archbishop of Southern Nigeria, and he said three things about Nigerian culture. Number one, he says, we have a real sense of the supernatural. We see the presence of God. We're living in American culture, secularized, where God is removed. We don't think about God. Here's an image for you. Do you know when Walt Disney built Disney World? He hid Mickey Mouse everywhere, in plain sight. So, everywhere you look in Disney World, if you look very closely, you'll see those three circles. You'll see Mickey Mouse's head and his two ears. So, if you look at the carpet, Mickey Mouse is there in the carpet. If you look at the wallpaper, it's there. If you go in the gift shops, if you do an aerial view of Disney World, 
You see Mickey Mouse everywhere. But guess what? When you're a little kid running around Disney World to roller coasters and rides, you never see Mickey Mouse. And so here's the question. Do we have an awareness that God is everywhere? If we stop and open our eyes and just marvel, I talk to doctors who still, they marvel at the human body. If you think about the intricacy of the eye, or we don't even understand the human brain. The beauty of creation, the encounters we have with people, the experiences of our lives. Well, the Nigerian people, they say, we see the presence of God. We have a present, uh, sense of the supernatural. Now, secondly, the Cardinal said, we have very strong domestic churches, which is the family. Okay, this is the church's vision that the family is the domestic church, which means the family is kind of a miniature church. Fathers, you are the priest of your family. Our families are domestic churches. Now, that means what we do here at our parish church at St. Michael, we should be doing in our families. So what are we doing here? Well, we come to worship, we come to pray. If we did this alone in our families, they would be transformed. Are we worshiping at home? Are we praying with our families? Pope John Paul, he wrote in 2005 the apostolic letter on the rosary, pleading with families to return to the family rosary. If we pray as families, look, marriage is the foundation of the family. Why are we trying to do this ourselves? If we're not inviting Christ into our marriage and into our families, it's very difficult. Invite Jesus. He's the Prince of Peace. He's going to be the source of happiness in family life. So we've got to worship and pray together. We come to church to go to confession. Families are places where we find healing, forgiveness, and reconciliation. We must forgive in our families. This is not negotiable. We come here to sacrifice, participate in the ultimate sacrifice, the sacrifice of Christ's life on the cross. This sacrificial love has to be lived out in our families, not a selfishness, but a sacrificial love that serves the members of our families. Everything we do here, why are we here? We're gathered for a meal. Are we eating together as families? See, the domestic church, everything we do here in the church, we should be doing in our families. Third, the Cardinals said, not only are our families strong, but we just have a strong communal nature in our culture. You know, we had uh, three different African priests living with us this summer, and they were all shocked that I didn't know every neighbor in the subdivision behind me. What do you mean you don't know your neighbors? They just could not understand that. We live as very individualistic homes, and so they have this communal nature to their family. Now, I want to share a story from Pope Paul VI. You know, he's a saint now. He shares that when he was the um, Archbishop of Milan, he went on a pastoral visit and started visiting individual homes. And he visited this old lady who was living alone. And he said, how are you? And she said, you know, I have food, I have shelter, a warm home. And he said, oh, sounds 
like you're blessed. And she began to tear up. And she said, Archbishop, I'm dying of loneliness. And the Archbishop said, that pierced him to the heart. Because he says, how many people today are dying of loneliness? Food and warmth are not enough. People need something more. They need our presence, our time, our love. They need to be touched and reassured that they're not forgotten. Look, here's the reality in a lot of our homes and families. We feel sometimes the brokenness of our family relationships. And the lie of the evil one is that we are alone. And so we reject that lie and we realize now this is why God always calls his people together. We, the church, are a family, which means we are really brothers and sisters to one another. We're never alone. That's why we come to Mass. That's why we're part of the parish, because we are called to be a family. I'll just close with this final thought about the Holy Family. You know, Jesus always knew his mission. He came to sacrifice his life on the cross. But think about this. For 90% of Jesus' life, he lived in Nazareth. Now, do you ever think that when, by the time Jesus was 30, Mary was starting to think, I wonder if Jesus is ever going to leave home. Get on with it. He didn't begin his public ministry until he's 30. What is Jesus showing us? The importance of family life. He came to sanctify family life. And he lived 90% of his earthly life in the context of family. This is the importance the family, John Paul says, as the family goes, so goes the nation. So our families are integral and important, and marriage is the foundation of the family, and family life has an impact on our physical health, our emotional health, our psychological health, and it has a huge impact on our spiritual well-being. Let's pray for our families. Let's be united as a family, as a parish family.